What's up, fam? Welcome back to That's the Angle. And before we get into this interview with concert photographer China, just want to say, guys, thanks for all the love on the podcast. Uh, I love seeing that more people are listening week over week. Uh, it means so much. And so if you have time, if you enjoy the podcast, find value, please go leave a rating or just share it with your friend. People are always looking for more podcasts. Like, who doesn't listen to 10 different podcasts? You know, well, maybe your friend needs one more. Tell them that's the angle. Is pretty dope. But anyways, guys, uh, in this interview, I sit down with China, aka at Made in China, and she is a prolific concert photographer in the Washington D.C. area. I mean, she literally is requested by rappers. It's pretty cool, and she has a full time job. So you know, you don't always have to be closer to one side. It's okay to play both sides of the field. I thought that was pretty interesting. So, anyways, guys, let's just get right into the interview. Enjoy. Coffee or coffee or energy drinks, <laughs> whatever your crack is. Do you drink energy drinks? I actually don't drink either of those. <laughs> Do you drink tea? No. Whoa. Just drink water. Do you really. do cocaine? <laughs> right. Is that the other option? No, I, I just drink water. I'm always tired, but like it's never too tired that like I can't function. You're just like working in the funk I'm always. Kind of just used to it. Ah, so. so weird. I, I kind of like the rescue of like the depths <laughs> of quietness or sadness with an energy drink. I don't know. I've had so many. I even yeah. have like a favorite, like Bang. You've probably heard of it. I've never heard of that. They only carry it at like douchey gyms. <laughs> and it's like, there's like nothing. It's supposed to be like the healthy energy drink. That's probably uh, not healthy. Wow. Yeah, there's probably a bunch of crack in there. Yeah. Speaking of crack and drugs, you just came back from uh, Rolling Loud. <laughs> <laughs> I did. And there was a lot of that. <laughs> real quick, what's up guys? Welcome back to That's the Angle. And today I'm here with China, a.k.a. Made in China on yeah. social and on the internet. Yes. So you just came back from Rolling Loud. I did. Last night. Last night, yep. Ooh. <laughs> it was exciting. Yeah? Was, it, when you said drugs, I, the last um, the last headliner on Sunday was Kid Cudi, and there was someone standing next to me, and he was like, this would be such a dope show on acid. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I was just like, oh, <laughs> all right. That's some like only in the audience Kind of yep. like comments right there. Yep, that's where I was. The, the show is so sick if you're just rolling right now. Yep, that's exactly how it was. He probably says that for everything. Probably. But when but the guy sitting next to you, what is it, another photographer? Because were you taking photos there, right? Yes, but so, okay, it was annoying me, so I'm a little still a little perturbed about okay, it. Okay, we can start at the beginning. Let's uh, hear it. <laughs> what, what's the juice? No, so there's so there were different bands, of course, mm -hmm. for access. Um, there was press, there was like the official Rolling Loud media, and then there was production. Mm -hmm. I had a production pass because um, I was shooting for Audio Mac, which is a streaming platform that was also one of the sponsors. Nice. Um, mm -hmm. But for some reason, towards the end, like I could never shoot the headliners. They wouldn't let me. They wouldn't let people with production passes shoot the headliners, which didn't really make sense to That's me, weird. Because I could be in the pit all day until Kid Cudi and Travis Scott. And it was what? just like... And those are the photos you really want, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely got some great photos. But yeah, I, I've never I've never shot a Travis Scott show. I know it's, it's probably wild and crazy and all of that. Um, and I've never shot Kid Cudi. I tried... When, so when I was in the crowd, I was trying to like get some shots, but I was so far back. I got a couple, but it was it was just a lot, and I, my feet hurt. And and that was the end of the day. It was the end of the day. And was, if you're if you're not in that that pit spot too, I guess. Yeah, I mean I've I've done it from the crowd, like the 
that Childish Gambino shot that I did um, sh- show that was at um, Broccoli City. I shot that from the crowd, and I, I ended up loving that Are shot. Are you sure you shot that from the crowd? Yes. <laughs> Not only was that shot epic, and the edit was epic. <laughs> Thank you. But um, I thought you were just, like, right in his grill. Like It looked like you were pretty close for that shot. No, I was standing on my tippy toes with the live view of my uh, screen on, and then I had, like, the the screen facing down so that I could, like, look up. Dude, like I, I love that part of my my camera too yeah the, sw- the swivel live same. view is the best oh part my of my goodness. camera <laughs> that saved everything right yeah so because i could like look at it while it was facing downwards and still have my arms in the air yeah so i shot that from the crowd um so i i normally can do it but it was he was supposed to come on at 11 he didn't come on until 1205 Kid Cudi or Charles can be Kid Cudi. okay sorry yeah going back to rolling loud he didn't come on until 1205 so it was just like I'm tired. I've been standing here for an hour trying oh to get God. through the crowd. And it was just a lot. So I got a couple shots. I actually haven't looked through everything. Well, I've looked through everything, it's but I haven't edited. It's only a day. It's yeah. like. <sighs> yeah, I was I was editing on the plane last night. So I got through almost all of day one. Um, but I still have days two and three to look through. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that's That's crazy. Yeah, I can imagine a whole day and then you have to be in the crowd and they they snub you for the headlines that's so weird was there a reason that they weren't letting you shoot it i just feel like once it gets towards the end security gets really like antsy and hectic and they're just like no one can be in here except for like five people that's kind of what they did for for childish too except for this that was i believe childish's request that no one could be in the pit um but i think it was because of his setup because where the pit would normally be he like had a whole like podium riser kind of thing. <laughs> so I don't think there was really any room for photo unless you I don't know unless you were like in the back in the corner or something like mm-hmm. that so I, I I didn't even want to shoot him well I not I didn't want to shoot him I didn't want to get up because once again my feet were hurting and I was like they're not gonna let me be in the pit do I really want to get up and try and shoot Childish Gambino and my friends were like yes go over there and do it so I did, and got one of my favorite pictures, so it worked. Dang. I mean, that that photo, you dropped it really fast, too, right after Broccoli City, yeah. which I think you did on purpose. <laughs> I was I was excited because I was like, did I just do this? And it wasn't even the, that picture wasn't one that I was that excited for. Like, I, I was just going through them, and there was actually a picture before that one that I liked. And then I went to that one. I was like, hmm. I wonder what I can do with this. Yeah, because when you when you showed the original on your story, the the Dude. photo there was smoke covering so his entire body, like much I, smoke. Yeah, going through my selections, I would have been like, nah. That's what people were telling me. They're like, I wouldn't have even tried to edit that photo. So how'd you approach it? Um, I know that dehaze is. I never used the dehaze feature on Lightroom. I edit with Lightroom, and I never use the dehaze feature. I don't think ever. And I was like, there's smoke. Forgot, I forgot about that feature. See. I was like, there's smoke. Let's see what happens. So I moved the dehaze slider all the way to like 80 or 100. And I was like, oh, this is what this is supposed to look like. <laughs> You're like, oh, shit, this is like, exactly, this is- exactly. So, you know, playing with different presets and contrast and all that different kinds. Of it stuff. was just like, mostly the haze. I was curious. It was about. the haze. Wow. Yeah. And it's, and it's a simple slider. What the hell? Yeah. Now, exactly. did that photo seemed to kind of go viral in a sense, though. It did. It and did? I was a little surprised about that. Really? Yeah. Like, what I happened? Had, I just had so, like that. I think that's my most like photo ever. Whoa. Um, 
you know, I get maybe like, and likes aren't that important, but you know, when you see it, it's just like, wow, I get maybe like four or 500 likes. That one I had 1700. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I actually started it. I posted it on Twitter first and I was like, uh, before and after. Cause I think people on Twitter like before and afters. Oh, um, fun fact. Yeah. So in that, I got like so many retweets and likes and all that different kind of stuff. So yeah, it went pretty viral. Um, I think I got like the most reshares from like story reshares ever. Cause I just kept swiping and it just kept showing up. I wasn't expecting it. That's I just crazy. was like, I like this picture. I think honestly, people really loved the story behind it when they went to my story and saw what I started with to what I got. They were just like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> so I think that that before and after definitely helped, but I, it's something I appreciate it too. So I so, get it. So when you're shooting, um, high profile artist, you know, when you're down there, like what's do you, is there a specific approach to how you do that whole thing? Like what's your like thought process whenever you're capturing something like Childish Gambino or mm -hmm. other artists that are on your page? So Childish was actually pretty cool because so so the big thing I appreciate with artists is when they actually show like that emotion through their art. Mm. Like like an artist that just kind of stands there with the mic like this the whole time. I, I just don't feel, if I don't feel it, I don't feel like anybody else is going to feel it through my pictures. I've seen those rappers before too. They just kind of stand still. And exactly. Just sort of, it's no like some stage very... presence. No. Yeah. So, so when I do get those, the chances to, to see those artists that really put work and like time into their performance and you can tell, I mm -hmm. love that. Um, but even, you know, even for some that that's not the first thing you think of, I still try and, and catch a smile or catch their excitement or, or when a beat, the beat drops, um, different kinds of things like that. I also like to play with, um, the lighting. The lighting is not my control. Yeah. That's a very fickle thing when you're shooting events. It is. But so I, I like to pay attention to that. Mm -hmm. the, the lighting director, um, I never like talk with them or anything, but there's always different sets of lighting throughout someone's set. So whether it be blue or reds or it goes all white, mm -hmm. um, that's also something I like to pay attention to because when I'm editing, I like playing with the colors. Um, so different types of lighting help me with that. Yeah. I, Cause I know that part's very challenging sometimes when they're on stage, they're moving around and all of a sudden like a red strobe hits him in the face. And then yeah. the next moment a blue strobe hits him in the face. Exactly. And the next moment a yellow strobe hits him at half power. And then you're looking at your photo like, wait a minute, is this underexposed? Is this overexposed? Right. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it, it's different. And you just have to, you really have a limited amount of time to get your best shot, mm -hmm. honestly. Um, thankfully, at Rolling Loud, I got to shoot like most of the artist's whole set, which was cool. Nice. Yeah. So I just kind of was there. And thank you to the security. I never have had an experience where security was like that kind to me. Really? Yeah. Because usually security doesn't really care about the photographers. They, That's they're just true. like, whatever, get out. I'm trying to do my job, blah, blah, blah. But there was, his name was Kenneth. He was like the head of head supervisor for the hard rock security. So like shout out to him because he was just really positive. He like gave me high fives and was like, I'm here for you. And okay, if, if there's anybody in your way, let me know. I'll get them out of your way. I, I've never had that experience. I could not believe it. 
I was just like, wow. He he gave me earplugs. He def- earplugs. he yeah. definitely was on some edibles. 100%. <laughs> a rolling God. You're talking about the rolling God head security. That dude was big that yeah, his mind. Something, but it it was no. perfect. Um but yeah, cuz you know, there's always a lot of people in the pit and mm-hmm. sometimes those people aren't photographers. Yeah, I imagine <laughs> that when you're in that pit, it's it's not just photographers, but there's got to be a lot of, do you feel like a sense of competition when you're in there or anything like that? Like when you're in a pit, do you feel like, how are you feeling when you're in that situation? I never get the chance to feel competition because I'm really just concerned with getting the shot I need. Mm. Like I, I'm especially here. I know so many of the photographers. I just want them to get their great shots as well. So I know there were times like, especially this weekend, there were times where like I couldn't get a specific shot, but I saw someone trying to get him. Like, I hope he got that shot. That's nice. Because I can see it. I can see it from where I'm standing. And I like, you know, there might be people in my way or something. And I'm just like, I hope you got that You're shot. You're like looking over at him, getting his shot, like, damn it. <laughs> I hope you got it, but damn it. Right, right. Um, yeah, so I, I'm really just honestly focused on me getting what I want mm. before I think about like, oh, let me let me get in front of this person or let me move this way. So that, like I, I'm never, it's never that much of a competition because I know that one, the stage is somewhat big enough that we can all stand here and get our own type of shots. Mm. And, you know, you can move around and do whatever you want. Um, same way I can. So yeah, I think it works. I, I always, I always envy the tall photographers though. <gasps> they have such an advantage. Yeah, it's same. not fair. Oh my gosh. Even for just like normal photo shoots. Oh, even for just like normal photo shoots, there's been times where I've had to stand on a stool, just get eye level with oh, someone. Oh yeah, like, no, God. totally, totally understand that because I definitely have had times where I had to stand on my tippy toes. Is there like a general position, like when you're in the pit, is there like a position that you always try to get? Like, is there like a secret sauce or is there like a sweet spot to where the artist is going to be? How, how, <laughs> did, how does that ever cross your mind? Well... I think, I don't think there's ever a sweet spot because the artist, like the artist varies. So you never really know Uh, where they're going to be. I try not to like stand directly under them because I don't like that angle that much. So I'll try and stand on the side. I notice though that like I take a lot of pictures from my right side. And I like, like right side looking left. Yes. And I don't. I'm fine with that, but I'm like, I need to diversify it a little bit. I need to go on the left side sometimes. I'm always on the right. That's such a photographer thing. <laughs> That's such a photographer thing that you notice. Yeah, yeah, because I'll, I'll look at my pictures and I'm like, wow, I was on this side. I was on this side for that picture, this side for that picture. I always notice that now. But I think it all honestly depends on the artist. Some artists mm-hmm. like just like to run like from side to side. Some artists just like to stay in the middle. So, so you have to tailor it based off of who you're shooting. Like, take that 30 seconds when they get on stage and just see how they are. Mm-hmm. And and that helps, I'd say. Yeah, cause I, I, someone like Lil Pump who's just sprinting back and forth. Exactly. Like, how do you, are you manual focusing on people like that or are you still auto-focusing on the I'm, like that? I'm still auto-focusing, nice. but there are times that I will try to uh, manual focus. Ah, yeah. okay. It, it just depends, but mostly auto-focus just because I, it was just, it would take a long time. It's just easier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. That's so that's so interesting. Like, I guess people don't know you're well known in the DC, <laughs> Washington DC area for your concert photography, yeah, which yeah. is exceptional. Thank you. you know, it's, really, it's, it's, it's always colorful and feels very intimate. Like you always feel like you're very close to him when I look at your photos. That's that's what I want. That's I always I I said it earlier. I just want people to feel the way I feel when I look at my pictures. Like if I'm looking through my photos and. 
I don't like scream or like just get excited. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to post this because I don't feel like somebody else is going to feel that way. Ah. Even though that, that might be like a bit of a caveat because I sometimes think like, what if this picture that I bypassed is like the one? Right. But I never know because yeah, I'm not going to edit every single photo. But I always think about that. Like, what if, what if that one was it? But I'm fine with the ones that I post. I just, I, I want people to, to feel like they were there. Mm. I want people to catch the emotion of the, of the, not photographer, the artist that's performing. Mm. So, you know, if it's, if it's an R&B like soul singer, I want to catch like that kind of vibe. If it's like an exciting jumping up and down rapper, I want to catch that kind of vibe. I just want people to feel how I felt while I was shooting. And a lot of the artists that I shoot, I'm fans of, yeah. which I think helps. Um, because one, I know their music. So I know, like I said, when, when there's a beat drop uh, or yeah. I know, um, you know, when they're going to get, get excited or what songs pump them up. Cause I can just kind of tell based off of like, Oh, I know this is a single by them. Or I know they just released this record, different kinds of things like that. Um, so I do think that helps as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's so epic, but my, do you ever, the thing with concert photography that I always think is interesting is, is that you're shooting like a, a preset up thing, yeah. Yeah. which is interesting because yeah. it's so easy to just look at that and be like, oh, what they're doing is easy. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything to say about that? Because it's, it's interesting because for, for me, who's not an event or concert photographer, right. it's so easy for even me just to be like, I don't know. I mean, she's just standing in a pit. They've, they've got a whole light show. The artist is performing. I mean, of course you're going to get a great shot. Like, do you have something to say about that That's thought process? That's not true. That's not true? And I would like for anyone that says that to try. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've been in the pit and I've heard someone say like, I'm just going to get a camera so I can do this too. <laughs> and it's just like, first off, if it's not, if you're not genuinely here because it's an art form that you enjoy, mm-hmm. Is your pictures aren't going to be that great. True. Like if you're just here for clout or just here to take pictures of artists, you know, just because they're famous or whatever, like it's, it doesn't feel the same to me. Like I do this because I love it. I don't do that. Like I, I would not be up at three in the morning every night because, um, you know, I just want to take some pictures of some famous people. That is a hack though. Like that's such a social media hack. It is. Taking photos of famous people. It is. Taking photos of famous people, putting it on a film, putting a film filter on it. 35 millimeter film of rappers. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's what it, it it is a hack. And I mean, there are a lot of people that do it, but I honestly just feel like unless you really feel it or it's really genuine for you, Mm. it's not going to pop the way you want it to because- if it's not genuine, it's, it's just not going to work. It might work short term, but it's not going to work long term, personally. Mm. And I, I feel like there's one, there's more to concert photography than just like standing in the pit and snapping your shutter. Like, you there know, <laughs> I'm just playing devil's advocate. No, I know. I, the, I, I feel like mastering your settings are important. Um, and, and settings for like a portrait shot or a street shot are, are different than, uh, um, a concert shot. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people might have extra grainy pictures and don't know about like 
the ISO and different kinds of things like that. Or the shutter speed. They're like, why are all the artists blurry? Like Ex- when they're moving on stage, why are they blurry? It's exactly. like, well, because you're shooting less than one, one twenty-fifth. Exactly. Or one hundredth of exactly. a second. Exactly. And, and yeah, so like those, those different kinds of, like there's a skill to this. I don't think mm-hmm. that anyone can just jump in. And if you do, I, w- I would love to see you try. I would. Yeah, I, I would hope that there's more to it. And, and I know there is. But at the same time, it's so easy just to look at it and be like, she just said it. But it's like, it no, is. it's like it's like all of the settings and then being in the right spot and then clicking at the right moment and then framing it all and like predicting yep. where they're going to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all a very it's a process. Mm-hmm. It's not just snapping your shutter. Yeah. Like you said, figuring out exactly where they're going to stand, what's behind them. You don't want like too much, too many people or things behind them because that messes up the framing of the shot when you edit it or the way you crop it out. You don't want um, like, I don't know if you're posting on social media and you have it like too, um, if it's if it's vertical and it's like too close in, you're not going to oh, get the whole shot. Yeah. Different kinds of things like that. So like there, there are all there's a lot of like different pieces of the process to pay attention to, I'd say, mm-hmm. than just pushing the camera button and seeing what happens. It's like photographers and DJs have the same dilemma. You're yeah. Just, you're just pushing you're a just button. You're just playing some music. Exactly. You're just, play, you're just playing some music. You just said a smart MP3 player. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, honestly, if that's the case, then there would be a thousand more famous ph- concert photographers that would be mm. well known. Like, I don't, I'm, I don't want to like toot my horn or whatever, but like I'm known for my photos because my photos are good. Mm. And I feel like if everyone thinks that they can just walk out with their camera and shoots like okay well then how come your photos didn't pop Mm, how do you think you've kind of etched out yourself as that go-to concert photographer in the area um hmm. i mean i think i'm just always at a different show (laughs) (laughs) honestly like like being being out there and being present helps um i think that at least in this area i don't only want to shoot like famous people. I also like the local artists. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm a stan of some local artists here that I'll shoot because I just love their music. Um, so that that kind of helps, I'd say. But yeah, just being out there um, and being present amongst other photographers. I also am like always down to network and talk with with other photographers in the area, um, other people in the area, other artists in the area, creatives like. I just love that. So it's always good vibes at shows too. Everyone's always trying to talk amongst each other and just network and see what's going on. And I've even had people like DM me like, Hey, I saw you at the show tonight. Make sure you say hi next time. Like, and I didn't, I didn't think to say hi probably because I was just like rushing in and out. But like the fact that there's, there's so much like community among the like concert photographers here makes me happy. Mm, So how long have you been shooting concerts and do you shoot primarily only like is it just concerts all the work that you do mostly um i i mostly shoot concerts now but i started with like portraits more Mm so um well actually no i started with like leaves and trees okay and cars i don't know like i never wanted to take pictures of people and i never thought i would want to take pictures of musicians ever um when i first started enjoying photography um was so there was a moment when you actually really started to enjoy it yeah i i think so when i would always i i love music and mm-hmm. i was always at concerts before i was ever a photographer uh, okay. um but i was always in the front 
because I always knew all the words and I was always like, like I, I wanted to stand right in the front and rap the songs with the rappers. Um, so being the person that was always in the front, I also had like just a phone and I was able to, you know, just take phone pictures of the concerts, but I kind of felt like I was catching like cool moments. And I was like, I wonder if I could do this with a camera. Interesting. Um, and that's really where it started. Um, did you have like a photo that popped when you did, were doing that stuff? Did you have like a certain photo that kind of got some attention when you're doing that? You're like, oh, wait a minute. Maybe I am. Um, nothing really popped back then. Um, this was in like 2013 or 2014. So like, I don't know. I, I didn't have like a big following on like social media or anything. That's but like I, I would see it and I was like, I like this. I like, I know there was there was like a picture of um, Elle Varner, who's a singer, and she was at the Howard Theater in like, I don't know, 2013 or something like that. And like she she had like the mic and her hand was like this, but she was like singing and you could like see the emotion in it. And you could see like the Howard Theater sign in the background. But I had just taken that on my phone and I was like, that was one of the first pictures where it was like, I like this. Um, that and then there was a YG show as well because he had a really nice setup for one of his first tours at the Fillmore. Um, and I was just taking pictures on my phone. And that was another one where I was like, this is cool. I, I feel like I could try this out and do this. And um, after that, I had a friend who, his name is Toronto. He had a blog called How Was the Concert? Wow, okay. And it was like a, a local DMV blog where he would just go to different concerts and write about them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And he asked me if I was interested in shooting Broccoli City, which was, in 2015 that was one of the first broccoli cities too no it was the third one. Oh, the third one okay yeah but yeah it was still it wasn't like as popular as it is now at mm -hmm. all um and i was just like sure yeah like i had just gotten a camera maybe four or five months before so i was like yeah i wanted to i said this is kind of what i wanted to do so let's see if i can put it to practice <laughs> and that was one of the cases where I feel like I was one of those people that just said, oh, let me see if I can take pictures with this camera. And I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I, I didn't fully get like I hadn't used the camera that much. So I didn't really get the settings. I was trying to understand stuff while shooting, which is difficult, especially in the, that. Yeah, oh exactly. Um, so like I got a couple good shots. But now that I look back at them, I'm like, these are ugly <laughs> but there, 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 there had to be a moment of just blind blindfold pursuit where you're just like okay i want to do it let's just go and figure it out i think after so after that concert i didn't take any more pictures for the rest of the year damn and then like 2016 is really where i started okay and i was like okay i think i can do this so i posted pictures from 2015's broccoli city on my instagram just like just because I wanted to. And I was just like, here's a throwback of, because I think they had just announced their lineup. I was like, here's a throwback of BC Fest 15. Let's look at BC Fest 16. Or I'm excited for BC Fest 16. Yeah, throwback, yeah. Yeah, and the media coordinator hit me up and was like, hey, can I use some of these for like the Instagram? And I was like, sure. Yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Credit me I, though, you got to credit me. <laughs> yes, credit me. But then that's where I took the time to like, shoot my shot and I was like if you guys need a photographer this year I can be there why yeah yeah so thankfully exactly and it worked cool um so that's how I got to shoot broccoli city 16 mm. um, and so was it a complete was it a 
completely different than the first time you shot it? Cause yeah. Cause I, I got it a little more. I hadn't uh, been practicing. Um, and actually I, I shot events for Broccoli city before the festival started. So I got more, uh, more time to practice, um, watch some YouTube videos, really understand <laughs> what I was doing. Um, and then was able to actually shoot the festival. I still really didn't know a hundred percent what I was doing because I was, I had, a kit lens and I think I had bought a 35 by then 35 1.8 and then I had like a this is like a 70 to no it was an 18 to 250 whoa that's quite the zoom but it was like 3.5 to 6.3 uh-huh. so it was like it, it was still like a regular size lens but that helped me yeah. <laughs> but I still like didn't like I had no idea what a 24 to 70 was or a 70 to 200 which are like now my main like concert photo Wait, say that again what are your oh, go-to the, lenses the 24 to 70 2.8 and the 70 to 200 2.8 Ooh, those the 70 to 200 is really the only lens i use this weekend really yeah because the stages were so big and it was just kind of like i had to had to shoot from um sorry my phone's ringing um i had to shoot from um kind of low the stages were tall so i had to shoot kind of low and the 7200 helped me zoom in. Mm, yeah, wide, huge stages. Though, yeah, 7200. Yeah. Yeah, that way, I guess maybe you can get kind of wide to the whole stage and exactly. get this really nice crop sh- zoom shot. Exactly, exactly. Oh. Um, and then, but then I also like to use like primes. Yeah, I was wondering that. It, it must be tough to use a prime for a concert unless it's like a smaller thing, no? Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use it for like a festival, but like if I shoot shows at like the Fillmore, mm. um, or the Howard theater or different shows like that, I'll use a prime. Ah, um, okay. sometimes I have a 24 to 70, but I don't have a 70 to 200. So like, I'm not going to rent it for one night. So oh, I'll you just, rented it for that for the weekend? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, sometimes I'll use primes just like an 85 or a 35, mm. just because in the same way that, um, you know, when you're shooting with primes with portraits, your zoom is your feet. It's kind of the same way. So you might have to like duck down a bit or scoot in kind yeah. of close, different kinds of things. But because that aperture is so wide, it makes it allows things to, you know, like to come in a little easier than a 2.8. Yeah. And kind of get that bokeh and the nice blur, especially if you're close to them, you kind of get that real nice focused shot exactly yeah there's something to be said about the primes versus zooms i think for any part of photography especially events but it seems like you just kind of ended up in the zoom category yeah i i I honestly started with primes like i i didn't get a zoom lens until last year Mm, Um, yeah same i had a 50 millimeter yeah i was i was doing 35 and 85 i have a 50 but i like the 35 the most um but yeah those were that's that's what i started with and then i was like let's See what happens. But honestly, with Zooms, they're just easier um, because, you know, like because there's such a difference in focal length from a 24 to a 70 millimeters. When you have like an 85, you kind of if you don't have any room in the pit, you can't. Yeah. You're just kind of stuck. <sighs> yeah. So so that's why that like 24 to 70. But also I can see if like you're stuck at the same focal distance like if you shot a whole someone's whole set with a 50 millimeter yeah they would all be from that same length when exactly. if you had a zoom you could be like in diversity the face, you could get the whole thing yeah. so i guess in your case it seems like i don't know maybe in case, unless you're backstage or some shit i don't know do you end up backstage like are you ever on like behind the artist shooting um 
sometimes, but not often. Would you rather be there or dread be in the pit? <sighs> I like being in the pit just because I like capturing music photography. Like I like mm. an artist pursuing their art. Like I like that. Um, I know other people like enjoy doing the portraits of the artist, which is cool too. But I just personally like being in the pit. Like I, I've had um, at Rolling Loud, I was backstage and like I did take ports of some um, some of the artists that were there and I could also get on stage. But then when I got on cool. stage, I was like, I don't want to be on stage. I want to be in the pit. It's weird. I feel like some people like being on stage, but I was just like, I don't I don't like it. Instagram thoughties want to be on stage. <laughs> If yeah. you're really there for the art, being on stage really isn't that cool. Like, yeah, because it, their their back is facing you unless they like turn around, but they're not turning around because they're facing the audience. Yeah, they're not addressing you. Yeah, you're not important there. The so music's I mean, facing the other way. Right. It, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I can see that, and I, I've done that before. Where I shot like a dance recital, and I was like, "Oh, maybe I'll save back for the first set, get some backstage shots," and I was like. This actually kind of sucks. It does. They're not. They're not addressing us. You're supposed to be looking at it from a certain point, yeah, which is in front, and exactly. that's probably the best spot to get photos. It is. Mm-hmm. I I think so. I mean, I I've gotten good photos while being on stage, but it's still not. It's just not my fave. I'll mm. end up on stage, and I'm like, mm, I want to go back down. If you're a 35 millimeter film rapper. <laughs> or sorry, 35 millimeter film photographer of rappers. Yeah. And maybe you're on stage like, oh, I'm, look, I'm chi- I'm chilling with Travis and taking his photo. Yeah, <laughs> basically. I feel, like that's like, what they, I feel like that's what they, they're trying to say. <laughs> yeah, but then I don't want it to like dampen the people that actually do the photos, like actually want to do ports of music, mm. music artists because while it is like a saturated field at the moment of people that want to do that, I know there are also people that literally just enjoy that. And I'm yeah. cool with that too. But there are some people that are just, just want to look cool. Sitting I feel like it's, it's the lowest hanging fruit for some photographers who don't know what they're doing. You have a camera that's automatic with a flash on it. Just whip it out. Yeah. Just. Yeah. I, yeah. But then that goes back to like, if it's not genuine, it's not going to keep going. You're not going to keep going, I don't think. I'm I, really just trying to underline my hate for 35-millimeter film rappers. But then there's some great <laughs> ones. But then there's some really good ones. But at the same time, I'm just like, it's just so easy to be salt and be like, God, the two things that do so well online, it's it's rappers and naked women. Yeah. Which I don't do any Either of. of them. So I'm just yeah. I'm just getting more women naked. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, honestly, those those are like the, the top ones, really. And that's how it goes. That's that's the way the social media generation works. You know? mm, so you've but, been taking photos for like, what, five, six years? Yeah. Um, okay. It's like a long-ish story, but it's okay. not that long. Um, I started taking pictures in high school um, with just film. That's how I, I learned was oh, on really? film. Um, I had to photography classes in 11th and 12th grade that's so cool yeah um so, so jealous 11th grade was purely film like straight in the dark room in 12th grade we did like film but then we also learned a little bit about like lightroom and photoshop so that's like where i first ever heard the words clone stamp and like healing brush and different kinds of things like that um but then once I got to college, I was never taking, I didn't, I never used the film camera again. <laughs> um, I was taking pictures with my phone. I went to this 
art exhibit called Artomatic. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that? No. So I don't know if they do them here anymore, but what they would do was find an abandoned building that was about to be torn down. And before it got torn down, they would have an art exhibit, like take the entire building and have a whole art exhibit. So like that is lit. It was really cool. It was really cool. What? And they had like there would be like eight stories of just art, a whole bunch of different. It's like the umbrella thing that just happened. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I went there um, and there was an artist or a photographer. Her name was Melody. Um, I don't know if she's still in the area, but it was like Melody Muses. And she had like a whole wall of only mobile photography. But this was before I think iPhones were really popular. So it was like 2011. So the photos were like this big. Yeah. Like like the size of your hand. Right. But they they were really nice pictures. And I was like, this is cool. I don't want to do it with film. I want to see if I can do this with my phone. So, yeah, I would just go around to like, um, I would go around to different um, places around campus and just take pictures that I thought looked cool. Um, And then I was doing that for a couple of years and I had some friends that were actually photographers and they were like, you need a camera. Mm. And I was like, okay, I think so too. But, you know, whatever. And then... One of my friends, one of the photographer friends that I had, Brandon, he was selling his camera. So he was like, do you want this? I'll just sell it to you for cheap. And it was a Nikon D5100 um, with the kit lens. You're team Nikon? I am. Oh. Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. I I, I saw. Uh Uh-oh. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you can see him on the camera this time. Shout, Shout out, Mir. Yes. The, the producer of episodes. <laughs> He's sitting back there with cue cards for us. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I bought my first Nikon and that's when I started like taking a couple of pictures. But then I lost the camera. Damn. But then I found it. I okay. lost it in, um, I went to Maine, America, but I wasn't shooting. I left it in the hotel but I didn't know I left it in the hotel. I just was like, I just felt like somebody stole it and my life was just over. <sighs> and then I called them and they were like, yeah, it's been here for a while. And I was like, oh, it's in that tea. And it's still there? It's still there. I couldn't believe it. But um, after I got it back, I was like, okay, I can kind of do this some more. So mm-hmm. I think I took pictures at, I went to Bowie State um, University. So I took pictures at their graduation and I was like, I like this. I, I felt like I was getting like, like, I felt like the pictures that I was getting could be on, like, a marketing pamphlet or something. Because <laughs> I was I was catching the emotion and I felt it. It was, like, just candidates of people and stuff like that. Um, so that's when I started. I started back in high school, but I didn't pick it back up until really 2016. And I called that, like, the year of the come up. Because ah. it was like, I'm starting this. I'm going to get there. Yeah, so since 2016, I that's what I say. I say, like, I've been affiliated involved with photography since like 2010 but since 2016 has been like when i took it seriously i you hate that question someone's like how long have you been a professional photographer or, or then they go how long have you been doing photography You're like oh uh, like, yeah. oh yeah it's, it's a very like uh, so like in, in short i'll say since 2016 seriously that's what i'll say uh, <laughs> it's still some years and you've come a very long way i mean out of <clears throat> all the concert photographers i know you're pretty you're up there thank you or thank a, you. actually uh, out of all the ones I know, you are the one up there. Really? As far as people I see in the area. Wow. Maybe I don't see them all because I'm not I'm not in that field of photography. Yeah, I mean, here. there's there's a bunch of like 
dope ones that are here. Um, Sean Cooper, who's awesome. There's Abby, the homie. That's her Instagram. There's Carnegie. There's Terrence. He's T-Shoots Raw. I just went to Rolling Loud with him as well. Mm. Um, I went to Rolling Loud with Abby as well. Um, and, yeah, there's there's a couple. I mean, I always see kind of like the same people in the pit. So I know the the concert crew <laughs> that I'm always going to end up seeing. Like, oh, you're shooting this too. Yeah, like yeah. everywhere you go. It's like, oh, there you go, there you go. It's so weird to think that fit, like sc- schools were having film photography developing classes. It was so fun. It seems I so loved ancient. It, it seems it does. so old school it now. Does. It, it seems does. like something that just doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> but I feel like when I tell people that they like appreciate me more, it's weird. Cause I'm oh. like, yeah, I started in film. They're like, Oh really? And I'm just like, yeah. I mean, I, I just love the dark room. Honestly, I haven't, I took one other class in college, um, another film photography class, but that's, that's just like enjoyable for me. I always said like, when I get like a real, if I, if I ever get like a huge house, I want to build a dark room in the basement or something just because I think it's really cool. I love, like, yeah. I, I wish I've never been in a dark room as a photographer. I really? feel like that's something that I should do, but I've never had the opportunity or like ever, ever had someone show me. It just seems really fun. I feel like if you know anyone that is on like a college campus, oh, you're because right. that's, that's where a lot of the, the people develop their film and different kinds of things like that is at the college campuses. Yeah. I mean, I know it's definitely an art form developing film. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Because there are ways that, um, I can't think of any of the terminology right now, but no, like, no, no. you know, it, it changes the way you view photography because the way you shot that picture, <laughs> when you put it in that, in those chemicals, it, the whole photo could be black. The whole photo could be black because you just exposed it wrong. Yeah. And that's, that's where you really have to think about like, I feel like people appreciate things more when they're shot on film though, like yeah. in a weird way. So I follow this photographer named Tyler Shields. Do you follow him on, on Instagram? No. He's like one of the biggest fine art photographers out right now. Mm-hmm. And he'll post videos of himself like at a film developing lab looking at this giant amazing print of his and he'll be circling on it like areas I guess where it's too too much oh, highlights or wow. too much low lights or, or too much shadow. And, I'm, yeah. and I kind of know that's what he's circling because I'm, you know, what else would he be doing? Right. But I'm like, that's interesting that he's going to take that and then send it back to his printer guy that he works hand in hand with to redo this. And then what he'll wow. do is this photo that he's marking on, he'll sell for like five, tens of thousands of dollars, right? Mm-hmm. He'll just sit there and rip it up. He'll, he'll literally sit there and rip up this beautiful print. Just wow. Just like, and he's just like, if it's not perfect, he's like, I don't want to sell it to anyone. I get that. Right? Yeah. I, I can understand that. It's that, that perfectionist piece of things um, will, will drive you crazy sometimes. Mm-hmm. I feel like that, happens to me sometimes just because I'm like, if I don't get the shot I want, I, I don't like the entire night. Like I'm just mad. Cause Dang. I'm just like, this is stupid. <laughs> like, like you can feel it when it happens. Yeah. I, I can feel it. If it doesn't, if I haven't shot something that makes me like, like when I say scream, I really mean like I get excited and I'm like, yes, this is what I wanted. Like if I don't feel that way, I'm like, I did a disservice to myself tonight. Like I didn't, I didn't capture what I needed to. So you're getting excited because you captured what, like you captured the artist. Just a moment that is important during the show. A moment Mm. that I feel someone, I don't know, like, um, let me think of anything. So there was, there was a shot from, um, 
<laughs> from Dreamville Fest, okay. um, which is J. Cole's festival, Dreamville's festival that I shot when I was in um, uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. And 21 Savage was there. Last time I shot him, he was one of those rappers that like just walk like this. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, like yeah, that yeah, yeah. the whole time. So like the pictures I got of him the last time I shot him, I was like, this is dumb. I don't like these. <laughs> I, I didn't like any of them. But the one that I shot, so he he he's gotten better, but he still is kind of like that. He's just that kind of rapper. Like he's not a hype jump up and down. He, that's just not his personality, which is fine. He's I've, like the cool guy. He is like too 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 swagged out to be jumping around. Right, right. But like, so I shot. There's a a photo of him that I got of him just like he's just holding the mic, but he looks so like sinister. And this is what I was talking about, the lighting. Like, it was, like, a red background and, like, with, like, little twinges of, like, black in it. So it just Ooh. looked really, like, sinister. And the way I edited it, I just loved it. And once I, if I can feel that, I'm like, yes, this is great. Um, then there was another one of J. Cole. Um, it was a black and white one that I, well, I shot it and then I edited it. And edited it, edited, whatever, it yeah. in black and white. And he was like looking at, um, he was looking out in the audience, but like he had a screen behind him and it was his face behind him. But the face in the TV would just look like evil. So it kind of looked like the balance of two different. Oh, because he looked so happy right. and the screen has a kind of darkness to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And, and things like that, when I can capture things like that, I just, I'm happy. Ah, it's, yeah. it's it's like those moments you could never repeat it again when everything kind of lines up. Exactly. The, the mood, the lighting, perfect. the artist's positioning, yes. like everything. Yes, exactly. And then you go and you look at the photo and see that you back you back focused on the background <laughs> and not the artist. You're like, no. Oh, yeah, those are the worst. Those are definitely the worst. I've had times of those. It's like, oh, this would be so good if this wasn't blurry. <laughs> Sometimes I wish uh, I had another photographer look at the photos I took from a session and be like, what are your favorites? Because I can you imagine how many great photos you have just sitting there that you thought weren't good. Yeah. So I actually, that happens to me, but I have like a love hate relationship with that because I'm a very indecisive person. So I'll ask seven people, which one's your favorite? And they'll all give me seven different answers. <laughs> and then that just messes it up for me because then I'm just like, okay, maybe I should just go with what I liked in the beginning. Yeah. Like that happened last night. I, um, I asked someone, um, which, which edit should I do this one or this one? And he gave me an answer, but I didn't really like that answer. And then he was like, let me see that. Cause I sent him like a, a picture of my screen. So he like zoomed into the, the pictures that were on like the bottom row. He was like, let me see that one. And let me see that one. Let me see that one. And he gave me his opinion, but it's like, I wanted it, but then afterwards it was like, now I don't know what I want. Like now I don't oh, know what I like. Oh, you're more because confused. Exactly, because it's like, like I, I see the the pro to it, but then I also see the con because the pro you can get to see those photographers or you get to see another perspective of a photographer on like what do you like. But then there's also the piece of like our styles are different. So what you might love, I might hate. Yeah. And I've had times like that where someone's like, oh, I love this picture. And I'm just like, mm, And that's kind of what like makes you you is that you, it's like your curation of your photos is kind of what gives you that sauce. Like what those was that you chose on your landing page or on your feed. It's they look more cohesive because you chose them or they have they tell like a similar emotion or they shared in that way. Right. Right. Yeah. That's and that's kind of what I want. I, I like 
I feel like when people say this, which I still can't believe when people say this, but they're like, oh, I saw this picture and I knew it was yours before I saw it was your name. That's an epic compliment. By I, the way. I love that. And I'm just like, really? You have a style. Exactly. Exactly. Which I feel like with concert photography, people might just think it's whatever, easy, throw a filter on it and call it a day. But I appreciate that other people appreciate that I'd sit here until three in the morning editing these pictures, taking my time to go through a thousand photos and then pick 10, you know, <laughs> that I enjoy the most kind of. So. I, as a concert photographer, I kind of feel like that's what your sauce would be. It would be the edit. Yeah, that's that's what it is. It is like because you don't have control over yeah. anything but that, honestly. Like, yes, you have control over where you stand and different kinds of things like that. But at the end of the day, you don't have controlling of the lighting. You don't have controlling of their setup. And you don't have control over the subject. Yeah, which is the craziest part. <laughs> yeah, like, you know, as a portrait photographer, you can say, hey, stand over there. Yeah. Scoot this way. But you can't do any of that with concert photography. So you might have to scoot over. You might have to duck down. And then... After you get those photos, it's really your edit that changes things. Mm. The edit matters to me. And it's honestly one of my favorite things to do. How do you normally approach your editing for like your rolling loud stuff? How are you? I don't have a good workflow, honestly. I should have a better one, but like I'll just, I'll import my photos and then I rate, I'll go through all of them and just rate, like I'll give everything that's even semi-okay a two. And then I go through the twos and then I look through those and start to edit based off of like, you know, which, which one of this artists I like the most. Mm -hmm. And then I rate those like a four and then I export the fours. Ah. <laughs> yeah. So sometimes if I like it a lot, I'll rate it a five. How, about, like, how about like the actual color editing? Are there like certain things that you really like to do? Um, I, it depends. It really depends on the artist. Okay. Um, I feel like more hype photographer, I mean, not photographers, hyper artists. I like, focusing on like I like high clarity I like brightness I like mm. lots of color but then I feel like there are other like um singers that are just like kind of mellow I like turning the contrast down and like adding a little bit of like grain sometimes or like turning the the brightness down just a little bit um I feel like or the clarity down yeah I think I think the way I approach like a, a singer versus a rapper are different um, yeah, and what you just said, it's it fits them. Yeah. And it kind of fits the mood of that shot. In exactly. A way. Yeah. So like um a photo I just posted today um uh, was of an artist. Her name is Mariba, and she was on the um Jid show, J I D, who's a rapper on Dreamville. Um they had a show last weekend and I shot it. And she's just like a very like calm. She had like had her tea. Um, wow. Yeah, yeah. She was like sitting, had her tea, her sunglasses on, so you can feel the ultimate chill, Lord Jesus. Exactly. <laughs> so you can feel like I wouldn't want to have like big, bright, screaming at you kind of fit. edits. Yeah. So like the edit I have on the picture that I posted is just like the I know the clarity's down really low, and the I mean not clarity, the contrast is down really low, and I added like she has a song called Sandstorm. So I have like a, um, it's like a bit of a yellowish split toning on the highlights. Um, just cause I feel like, I don't know, that works with the name of the song. Cause the song's called Sandstorm. No, it kind of looks sandy. It's cheeky. It's cheeky. <laughs> but yeah, like I listen, sometimes I'll listen to the artist's music while I'm editing. 
which helps me. Ah, kind of get the vibe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so that's what it is. The concert photographers, it's all about the edit. It is. Figuring it out. The edit is very important. Yeah, because when when you're doing stuff like a shoot in front of a backdrop, you have to control everything. Exactly. The makeup, how they look, which model, the, the... where they're standing, the lighting, mm-hmm. and that sometimes I'll find myself being like, oh, I barely want to edit this because it just looks, it looks good. Like, I'll be yeah, like, oh, I, I don't want to throw filters on it. Right. It's, it's so much easier to mess up someone else's photo than it is your own work. <laughs> you kind of yeah. get scared to edit it. Yeah, no, no, I feel that. I, sh- I shot in a studio, like pretty, actually shot here a couple of weeks ago, and I just liked it without the edit. And I was like, do I want to do much to yeah, this? Right? I don't know because I just think it looks perfect right now. I'm okay with it. So I, I definitely, I get that. Mm. So as a concert photographer, do you have certain goals with it? Like, are you hoping to follow an artist on tour? Are you hoping to uh, do like yeah. personal portraits of it? Is um, anything like that cross your mind? It's okay if it doesn't. I'm no, I mean, honestly, and I know that there are ways to do this. I feel like it's hard to make a lot of money with concert photography. Really? So yeah. Um, depending on like what you shoot, some people don't pay. Some people do because sometimes if you're asking, they're not going to pay, but sometimes if they ask, they'll pay. Of course. Um, right. Um, so I feel like if I could ever find a way to make a good amount of money with it, I would be okay with it. But I stress this often. I have a house and a mortgage. Mm. So I can't just up and quit my full-time job and be like, whatever. Yeah, it's interesting how accomplished you've come just this far and you still have a day job. Sure do. You know? That's why I'm dressed like this because I came from work. But, but respect, <laughs> you know? I think a lot of people might be like, oh, she's not full-time. It's like, no, she has a mortgage to pay and she likes security. It's, right, yeah. It's interesting for people who think you always have to full dive into things. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I totally appreciate everyone I know that does this full time because it's just like, I know it's hard and I know it's a lot, but I'm, I'm proud of anyone doing it for pursuing their passion full time. But I just can't do that right now. (laughs) Honestly. Is this something you want to do? It's something that I would like to do in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't really see myself being like a mother as a on tour as a concert photographer, like in the future. Seems a little tough. Yeah. So it would have to be kind of like soon. Are you married and stuff? Is, no, is that no. okay? I was just curious. Is <laughs> no. it that maybe it was like a thought or something? No, I mean it's it's something I think about, you yeah. know. I'm like twenty five, so I'm still young, but you know, I, I think about that. Mm-hmm. Like in the future, like I don't wanna be like thirty eight on tour. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because like. I, you kind of feel like you should be at a different level. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I, I wouldn't have a problem, you know, like translating it to something else. Or even if I could do like, even if I could still be um, involved with photography, like I would, I would love to, to maybe shoot all the concerts that are here. Mm. Like, you know, so I wouldn't have to be like away from family and blah, 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 blah. In a way though, there's so many good things to it not being your full-time thing like you don't have to do that gig that you don't want to do you don't have to yeah say yes to that you don't have to negotiate your rate and stuff like that you like in a way i'm more jealous now on the other side because i'm like you know it was kind of nice having money all the time and (laughs) 
when you're shooting from that perspective, you shoot only things you want to shoot. Right. Which is kind of cool because you're like, you're not thinking about, oh, should I do a headshot session to maybe right. pay my bills this month and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I think I would honestly have to be in a different kind of heads mindset to pursue this full time. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to, but I would have to, you know, like really organize it and plan it out to figure out how I can make money, like to pay my bills doing it. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people don't have like you know a two thousand plus dollar mortgage they like they just don't that's epic you own shit and you're 25 <laughs> by the way congrats thank you Freaking yeah boss. but you know like like i want i if i can find like in a photographer that has been able to do that i would love to talk to them like has a mortgage and is able to just was able to just quit their job and go not off concert photography, but I I met an older gentleman. He's like mm-hmm. 70, 60, 77, mm-hmm. still taking photos. He lives at the Watergate Hotel. He oh. has an apartment there. It's freaking beautiful. Wow. You know he paid a lot for it. Oh, yeah. But he's old and he's like, he kind of feels British, almost like that tall, snarky guy from Top Gear, if, mm-hmm. you've, ever heard, if you've ever seen him. Anyways, <clears throat> I actually went to his place one time and I asked him this question. I was like, bro, I was like, first of all, how are you making money as a photographer at this age? And, uh, and I'm just like, yeah. how have you made this much money as a photographer? I'm like, what the What's hell are happening? you, what are you doing? So he ended up explaining to me that he's from the older generation of photography. Mm-hmm. So he came from the era of photography where there were no digital cameras, there were no SLRs, where right. if you wanted your photos done, you had to go to his studio that he was, uh, he said that he was up in McLean or something. Okay. Pretty wealthy area too. Yeah, yeah. But he said that, it smells good in here all of a sudden, right? It smells like rolling loud. Uh, <laughs> uh, he said that he, I, I guess it's, it, it was a different era where people had to go in and not everyone could just take a photo on their phone. Yeah. And, and it, a photographer was a photographer the same way. Not everyone's an electrician now, you know? Oh. So he was saying that he would just have his whole days booked out doing portraits, doing stuff. And then he made so much money that he bought a building. And oh. in that building, uh, he operated out for a long time, but he said he ended up selling that building years later for like a couple million. And I guess that's how he wow. invested into the Watergate. But I'm like, it's interesting because he came from what I kind of coin as like the golden age of photography yeah, where yeah. it was something that was more specialized and not mm-hmm. everyone could do it. Right, right. Yeah, definitely. It didn't really give me much hope, but I, I just thought <laughs> I just thought but, that but his it, story was it interesting. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. When, you, when you explain it like that, it makes it makes a lot of sense. But he also said you got to have the right clients. Mm-hmm. He was like, that's true. He's like, Bruce, if you're gonna have clients, have wealthy clients because they're <laughs> going to pay you. And he's like, I've been friends and with these people for so long they've been my clients he's like i just have a few well-paying clients and i do pretty well i was like wow that's interesting that's cool that's yeah. really awesome does he still shoot film now or does he do digital no he's digital now. Oh, okay yeah no he's digital now yeah Got you. yeah that's really cool though yeah, i feel you gotta, like you gotta that... get with the times i guess yeah it's cheaper, sure. <laughs> yeah i think i think that that golden age really explains it just that that analogy of not everyone is an electrician at that point not everyone's a photographer makes a lot of sense because now like you know we're in such a weird age for photography yeah aren't we we are what do you think about it it's it's hard to say that i don't like it because i appreciate the like influx of creatives i mm. I love creatives like art and music and you know all the every different like facet of it i'm just i love that so i'm always down for people being able to pursue their passion or enjoy doing something like that um i do think that during i feel like at this moment a lot of people 
don't do the work that they need to. Not a lot, but I feel like there are people that just kind of want things handed to them. In what sense? I guess when I think of people that, I I think of the people that just think that when they grab the camera, they're just going to pop. Mm. Um, and I don't think that's the right way to go about it because I really think that just like with anything, hard work matters and hard work is important when it comes to anything that you really want to do. So if you work at it, I love it. If you just are like, let me grab a camera because everybody else is grabbing a camera. I'm just like, mm, eh. Okay, well, it's interesting that a, a normal Joe Schmo who grabs a camera and gets his first concert gig is on the same platform that we are on. And it's like, we're trying to take it seriously, but now they're taking themselves seriously. Yeah. And I think it's given more people more opportunity, which I think is great. Exactly. And it gives people more ways to be creative and expect and, and uh, rep- represent themselves. And it's, it feels kind of like the most approachable art form, I think for a lot of people, mm-hmm. because how many of the art forms do you carry in your pocket all day? Exactly. That's, that's a really good point. So yeah. I feel like there can be a lot of clutter because of that, mm-hmm. which, which is why I'm envious of the video <laughs> people because video is still like the magical genie for everyone. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Whenever we talk to a video, a photographer, videographer, you're always like, so why are you always doing video? He's like, it pays bro. That's what it is. I'm like, maybe I'm fucking up. That's but, it, but anyways, true. But, but, but anyways, um, no, I, I think it's good and I think it's bad. I, I think it makes a, the field competitive and yeah. a lot more than it should be. I think, but, and then I do think like how I said, if you just grab a camera just because and like what, it's just whatever to you. But I think that there are groups of people that may have grabbed a camera for whatever and then really grew to love it. And mm-hmm. I love that. I'm yeah. fine with that because, you know, just see what happens. That's see what pops. And if it does, like if you really grow to enjoy it, I'm cool with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, and then like, I feel like, at least from my experience, I've had like photographers not want to, to like share their secrets that aren't really secrets. And I don't like that. What do you mean? Like (laughs) when I first started photography, I asked someone that's a pretty famous photographer now what they shoot with. And they said their eyes. Oh God. So stuff like that, like just had me stuck. Like. Why are you like this? You're like, okay, dick. Exactly. (laughs) No, but honestly, and really that just made me want to just be like, I'm down to help whoever, whenever, because Mm. I hated that. I hated feeling like that. And now that I'm like, I guess, well-known or whatever, I'm, I'm totally okay with it. You probably get a lot of questions like that now on your side. I do. But, and I'm okay with it. Like, I, I do have like a note in my phone of just basically a paragraph of what I would tell everyone because <laughs> it happened because I mean, I mean, I'll specialize it based off what they're asking, but mostly everyone is asking, do you have any tips on how I can start concert photography? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the question I get the most and I'm fine with answering. We actually that. do that right now. Oh yeah. What are the tips? Um, let's see. So what do I say? I say, um, get used to being told no, you're not going to get told yes. You're not going to be able to shoot every show that you want to shoot. Uh, reach out to the manager of the artist. Google is your best friend as well as Facebook. Mm. A lot of artists have pages, you know, how they have like a verified page on Facebook. When you go to their about section, that's where you find their um, managers, Gmails or emails or whatever. To add on to that, you could also do it on SoundCloud to find it or mm. Twitter is actually good. Because Twitter now as well. people use Twitter. You yeah. Could, you could just... Okay. Yeah, no, Twitter, all, all of the social medias, a lot of people's managers have their emails in their bio. Mm-hmm. 
reach out to them. So email them, not the not the venue. I never email the venue. I I, I don't like no. Yeah. I just don't. I don't feel like I'd have much luck, and I I mean I've never tried, but I just because like some venues get on my nerves, so I'm like. I don't even want to take the time to do that. I'll just email the manager because I've I've had luck with that and I'm just going to keep going. I'm fine with that. Um, so like, yeah, their manager or maybe even sometimes their publicist will point you to the right person. As long as you can find somebody's contact, send them an email, have a portfolio ready of photos. Either I have a website, so I'll just send them my website. Like, hey, I'm a photographer. Um, freelance photographer from the DMV area interested in shooting this person's show on this day. I've shot blah, 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 blah. You can see my stuff here. Let me know if that'd be all possible. Sometimes people reach out to me. Sometimes people don't. Um, also, the, there is power in the follow-up because they're managers. So they get emails all day. That's their job is basically mm, to email. It's a good tip right there, the yeah, follow-up. Follow-up and say, hey, you know, maybe, okay, if you send something out, at the beginning of May, towards the middle of May, say, hey, I just wanted to check, is this at all possible? And a lot of the times I've had um, managers respond to that second follow-up. Not the first one, they'll respond to that second one of like, hey, you know, email me the same day of the show or some different kinds of things like that. Yeah, so that follow-up is important. Um, what else can turn, I Yeah, say? turn a no into a yes. Exactly. You know, or, or sometimes they're just busy. So when you yeah. fall, oh, this guy actually cares. You know what? Let me hook them up. Right. Don't be like pissy and just annoying. Mm. But like, you know, just one, one or two times follow up. I remember I shot Melanie Fiona. Um, was it last year? Last year. Um, I think it was Valentine's Day. And I had emailed <laughs> once and didn't get a response. And then I did a follow up. And I got everything, and I, got, I, I sent a follow-up email, and they approved me for a press pass. Then, towards the end, I met her, and she was like, I saw your pictures, and I picked you, because you're like, yeah, like, I met her, and I just couldn't believe it. She said that. She what? was just like, I saw your pictures, and I love them, and, you know, you're a black woman photographer, so I absolutely had to say, yes, you could shoot my show. And I was just like, What? So, so you yeah. almost think that she would never see it or something. That's so Absolutely. cool. Absolutely, yeah. I never, never would have thought that. When I hear of like, that's another thing that happens in this this industry. When you hear people that you wouldn't expect to know your work, that know your work, it's just like, what? Such a compliment. It was. It was. I think of um, Wale. He has a um, New Year's show every year since like uh, like twenty twelve, and it's always at the Fillmore. Mm -hmm. Um. And I shot his show and I was in the pit and with the pit um, photographers, you only get three songs basically at the film or for every artist. So after the show was after the three songs were over, I went to the crowd because my friend was there and I was just like, I'm just going to go in the crowd and try and shoot. So I'm in the crowd and he's performing. And then I don't even know what I can't even remember what happened because it was just all a blur for me. But he was like, where's China? What? Yeah, he was like he he said um Holy. Exactly. So there was like a couple more photographers that were with me. It was, it was Sean and Abby like I said. He was like, "Where's Sean? Where's China? Where's Abby?" And I'm like, "I'm right here. Like, I'm in the audience." <laughs> and I couldn't believe that. And I was just like, "How does he even know?" Right? Like, how does Wally know your name and know that you're a photographer there and exactly. everything? Exactly. I could not believe that. I was like, "Mom, 
guess what happened tonight? So what happened? He called your name and that what happened? He called me um, to go to the stage and I walked from the crowd where I was and I moved all the way oh, to the front and that's, I, he brought me on stage and I was taking pictures. That is so lit. It was that like epic. the craziest Holy thing shit. ever. Yeah, I couldn't believe that. That was it felt like the man when you're walking through that. I'm just like, so he's caught my name. So. Yeah, there was, because cool. it's funny, there was another girl in there named China. And <laughs> <laughs> she was like me. And I'm like, no, I think he's talking about me. <laughs> but yeah, so, so when things like that happen, I just am still kind of awestruck. Like, how did you, when did you see my stuff? And how did you? I, so you have no idea how he knew about it to this, to this day? I mean, I know people that know him, so maybe that was how, but I I never, I don't think anything I've posted, he's like, you know, liked or Maybe we just it. assume that they're just so famous, oh, they just no, don't have that time. that actually did happen. Actually, let me take that back. Because he, I forgot, I he came out during Scissor set at Trelectro, and I took a picture of him, and it kind of went viral and got on the shade room, so that might be where he knows me from. Oh! I forgot about that. Whoa, what was I the photo? that. Um... It was just a picture. Um, they have a song called The Need to Know off of his album. And they were performing it together. And like he was like staring into her eyes very like dreamily. Ooh, very. Yeah, yeah I get it. And like the he, press had a field day with that. Yeah. So I I saw that. He, I think I saw that he was tweeting the next morning after I had gotten that picture. I don't even like the picture, honestly. But I was like, let me see if he'll look at this because he was tweeting about SZA. So I tweeted the picture um, just like Wally and says at Trelectro. And he like quoted it and was like, you can see the take my, <laughs> what did he say? He said something like, you can see the the dreaminess in my eyes or something like that. And then it went crazy and got on the shade room, which was insane. Um, so yeah, I actually just had that brain blast. You seem to be, yeah, right. Like, like the like, random access oh, memory. You, yeah. seem, you seem to be very good at picking right moments to sort of post into yeah. Like like the Broccoli City post or right. the Wale post. Like these are very specific moments that if you were to like flee from you, they might not have never happened. Yeah. I think and I don't I don't know if this is a, if I am good at it, but I feel like I'm kinda good at social media and like working social media in order to get people to see what they need to see with my pictures. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the skill that I do is called, but it seems to happen kinda not often, but once Every like few months, I'll kind of go like semi-viral, which is weird because I don't expect it. But I just am like, I think this would be a good post to post on the internet. It seems really relevant right now. Yeah, and then it just kind of goes off. That yeah. could be another tip, though. Yeah, you know, like like it's it's relevant and it's smart to flash back to this event that right. you shot, or it's smart to follow up and see what. While he's tweeting about, right? And oh shit, I have a shot with him looking at her. Here we go! Like, like yeah. you're seizing a moment. Like these exactly. are it, that's not accident that you're on Twitter looking at Wally saying, and then you had a photo like that. That's that's true. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I guess I just pay attention to the internet. Yeah, right. <laughs> you just and I, but I I think social media is very a, a very important part, especially with where we're how we're living today. Social media is a very important piece of you know, getting known and networking with mm -hmm. photography, different kinds of things like that, because I've gotten a lot of like really dope opportunities just from social media, knowing someone on social media or someone vouching for me on social media. Um, like last year I got to shoot um, Duce Palooza, which is like 
basically a big party where they have free douce every night. But um, what's douce? Oh, it's a cognac. It's like Hennessy. Okay, but okay. Um, it's Jay Z's Hennessy, not Jay Z's Hennessy. Jay Z's cognac. Um, but I. So the the other the person that was looking for a photographer was Ravy B. Do you know her? Ravy B. No, I don't know. She is Jay Z and Beyonce's like personal photographer. Yeesh. Like, she went on tour with them for the On the Run two tour, and she just takes photos of Beyonce all the time. That sounds great. Right. So she was looking for a photographer for the DC um, Duce Palooza, and I a friend that I met off social media like mentioned me and was like made in China. And I was like, Hey, I can do this. I, and you know, you just show, I sent like four of my pictures just under the tweet and she DM me like, Hey, you want to shoot this? It's like, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Like, so yeah. exactly. So, you know, that, that helped me make a great connection because she's amazing. Raven is amazing. She's a great photographer and you know, she's a woman and all those different kinds of things. So I just, I, I love her like spirit and she's really dope, but None of that would have happened if it wasn't for social media. Mm. If it wasn't for me being active. Twitter's your jam. I, I gotta start. You want to <laughs> use Twitter again? Twitter works. Twitter, you Twitter. I'm sleeping on Twitter. I've heard that people like photographers like Twitter more than Instagram because in it can terms, go viral on Twitter. In oh. terms of like, yeah, the following. In terms of the exposure, who can see what? Because a reshare on a story and a retweet. I feel like a retweet goes further than a reshare on a story mm. because like retweets i mean you know you're retweeting it to thousands of people that you follow while you are sharing it to let me think of how i want to say well this. twitter also doesn't have the algorithm that stops it twitter does it just posts chronologically exactly right? so it posts chronologically and i feel like because you have to use because looking at the story is another step like an extra step on instagram so like you see the timeline that's fine but then you also have to click on people's stories and watch it with twitter that retweet is just the first thing you see because it's on your timeline. And that's ah, what Twitter that's is. That's what you see. Exactly. That's that's what you see. So it's it's one step less that allows people to get access to your pictures easily. Well, also, I feel like people are always searching hashtags on Twitter. Like, I have all the social media sites. I feel like Twitter is the hashtag search. Yeah. It even has the popular exactly. topics. So if you hashtag your photo yeah. that's relevant... Right. It is a possibility it could get a bunch of likes from people who you don't know who aren't yeah. in your network or it could get reshared or reposted or someone could make it a meme or something like you never yeah, know. All, all of that. All of that. Um, I think I think that's that's, that's a, definitely that, that's a tip. That yeah. is a tip. Are yeah. there any other more tips? You, it's like we just threw two in there that was that were just because yeah. of experience um, hmm. in that yeah. in that copy paste <laughs> pasta you send to people. <laughs> How dare you? Um it's it's not a bad thing it's it just especially like if i do go like viral or whatever then this is when i get like 30 people in my day how'd you take the childish gambino photo mm -hmm. how'd you take the wale photo yeah how'd you get the scissor i had someone comment and they were like i actually still have to reply to them they commented yesterday and they were like hey i saw your childish gambino photo and i wanted to know if you could show me what the before looked like because i saw it on your story but i lost it you know so it's like people are people are paying attention and i'm sure like he'll Asked me like you know what the process was behind that, which I'm fine with sharing. Um, but let me think. No, so, that's interesting. Yeah, no, that's always the first question of photographers: How'd you get that shot? What'd you do? And it's always simpler than I think people think. Yeah, sometimes. Some, it's. I think it's it's simple in the moment, but it's hard to describe. You know, like like maybe I don't fully remember where I was standing because I took like 300 shots then, so I don't yeah. I don't really know. I just know. 
I saw him kick his foot up and he looked excited and I wanted to take that shot, you know? So yeah, in, in terms of simplicity, when it comes to that, I can see what you mean. Um, but it, it always becomes hard when it's just like, how did you get that shot? It's like, I just took a picture. I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know what you want me to say. I'm always asking people like, so what was your lighting setup? And in yeah. some ways I feel like it, it feels kind of like bad to be asking, but I'm like, no, I'm actually here. So it's good lighting. And sometimes people tell me, sometimes they don't. Mm. But so I always so love do them. you think it's intrusive when you do that? Or you think like, it's just photos, so share it. I feel a little intrusive because I feel like, especially with like lighting, if if it's not outdoors or whatever, mm-hmm. even sometimes outdoors, it it's you're always curious what the thought process is behind the lighting, especially good lighting. You see yeah. good studio lighting, you're like, how, the how hell? did you do you're that? Like, how did you do that? How did you get that Doesn't background? How did you get that background so clean like that? That's yeah. that's always my question. Is whenever I see a good studio photo and the background looks good, like mm-hmm. the seamless paper looks really good. Right. I'm always like, how'd you do that lighting? Because mm. I hate shadows. So when I see that shadow on the backdrop, I'm like, oh, and, yeah. and for me, that's like a level indicator of how good you are is mm. how do you control your shadows on your backdrop? For okay. me, that's always been a thing in my mind. So when I see like really good editorial photography by someone I know, I'm always like, bro, what was your lighting? And they'll right. tell me, they'll be like, no, it was up high to the right and then a one in the bottom left for a fill and I'll go try it and I'm like my shit doesn't look same my, <laughs> mine doesn't look like that <laughs> you know got you yeah yeah no I can I can definitely understand that yeah the but yeah is it sh- is it intrusive to ask like, or is it bad to ask a chef how he made something you know it's yeah it's kind of like I feel like I don't know because I feel like with a chef you never want to give away all of your secrets because chefs are known for their food like specifically like oh this person has this dish and this dish is the best thing i've ever tasted Mm -hmm. but then it's also like everybody makes macaroni and cheese so it's not like i don't know it it goes i go back and forth because i think that there probably should be secrets that you keep close like tell someone how you lit it but maybe don't tell them everything everything yeah like maybe there was something special he does with the way he angles it or how he edits it or how or they stand so maybe in me saying reach out to the artist management as opposed to here's the artist manager's email Mm -hmm. so like i i tell them you know a piece of it, but I don't give them because I had to ah, research it. I you see know? what you're saying. Yeah. Like, like I had to go, I've had to go through like 12 different Google pages and like search people's names. Oh, yeah. You get real creepy. You really do. <laughs> I don't think people realize that when you're trying to get, when you're, you use LinkedIn. Yeah. LinkedIn is there too. LinkedIn, oh. I'm, I'm telling you, LinkedIn, that, that can be a tip. SoundCloud's actually my sneaky one. SoundCloud, SoundCloud and Twitter because, especially for hip hop yeah. and, and dance music, for rap right. and dance music. Everyone always has the manager in the bio, the yeah. contact in their SoundCloud because that's where people get discovered. But mm. on Instagram and stuff, they don't ever put it. That's true. So I'm I'm, I'm always like, oh, I know it's on SoundCloud. Right. Like, huh. it's like, I never thought about SoundCloud. Yeah. That's, that works. That could yeah. be, who knows? That could be kind of sick. Yeah, no. So, okay, guys, we have Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Google, SoundCloud. Boom. There we go. But you know more than me. That's just for my brief experiences of trolling <laughs> SoundCloud. Facebook has been surprisingly helpful. I never thought that Facebook would mm. be helpful. For but, what? I mean, for like finding contacts. I just didn't think about Facebook because, you know, not a lot of people are posting their photos on Facebook or yeah, they things don't. like that. And like even artists, I don't think of artists when I think of like, oh, what's your Facebook? You say like, what's your Insta- what's their Instagram? Yeah, what's your right. yeah. what's their Twitter? You never think of Facebook, but Facebook is really where I feel like it's like the businessy side. So the manager probably manages that like mm-hmm. full on. But there's, I still am curious, like how we feel about is it okay to ask how they took a shot? You know, like because it's yeah. you, you get those DMs and or, or those emails or whatever, and you're like, 
do I want to tell them everything? I don't know if I yeah. want to really give them my sauce. So, like, I mean, I don't think you have to give them all the sauce. You can give them like some of the ingredients. I'm yeah. Fine. But then it's also. It, but it's not wrong to ask. So I we, don't think it's it's not wrong to ask. Yeah. Ask me. I'm fine. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't know how much I'm going to divulge. Depends on how you approach me. I've had mm. people just rude. Like don't even say hello. I, if you don't say hello to me in my DMs, I'm not going to respond to you. Dude, it, isn't that so weird? I'm not, when people, a stranger who's in the request inbox yep. is like just straight to the point and you're just like whoa you I'm gotta not, warm it up here it's, and i know like there are some people that are like cut the small talk but it's like if you don't at least say hi how are you don't talk to me i know like just don't say anything because then it's just like you don't give a shit and you just want something from someone right and and that that like leechy feeling is like something i don't want in my circle i don't want to deal with people like that that just want 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 like hey how are you china Blah, 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 blah. Like, we don't have to have a conversation about my day, but you can at least say hi. Hey, hey how are you? And hey, and like, hey, how are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Here's what I want to ask. Right. If you can, please let me know. Thanks. It's like, it's like a nice, That's it's it. like, oh, that was Someone nice. like yeah. DM me and was like, how do I get enough concerts? That's all he said. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm not responding to you. And I didn't respond. Like, don't, 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 don't do that. I had someone go, I don't like how that. do I get an interview? I was like, <laughs> And I, I go to his page. I'm like, who are you? Right. What do you do? I'm like, I don't even know who you are. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I actually replied and I was just like, I, I, I have to know about you. Yeah. Like the entitlement is, is screaming at me and mm-hmm. I don't like it. I, 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 and it might be just because I'm not like that. Like I would never, I would never consider myself a person that would just jump out and be like, help me fix this. Like, you know, I, I want to, I, I appreciate cultivating relationships. So even if you don't respond to me, I'm still going to be polite and just be like, hey, I just wanted to know, you know, how you got into concert photography, how you started shooting. And I've done that before. Like, just point them to this podcast. It's fine. Just point me, give, give me those views. Yes. And that clip yes. about the tips. I'll I'm going to clip it. that out. You okay. think I'm lying? That's going to be a clip. I have someone I, in my I set you up for on that. Twitter right now. So I, I'll send them to you. Yeah. The clip probably was up like a minute ago, but it's cool. I got you. It's going to be yeah. like a good five, six minute clip that gets probably more views than the actual interview. <laughs> Gotta love that. People need these tips, man. Hell yeah, they need these tips. Yeah. It is interesting because I've actually seen photographers on Instagram ranting and raving about, um, if you're on set with them, you can't even show the lighting. No, no BTS unless it's approved. Wow. No full outfits. Wow. And I'm thinking, I'm like, well, you know what? Well, their lighting setup better be fucking juicy. Like they better be doing yeah. something. And that is just so mind blowing and out there that if you showed someone, <laughs> you would just be giving away your sauce. Exactly. Like in those cases, I get it. Yeah. Like, you have a lighting setup that is, is your look. You are yeah. the only one that can do it's it. It's like your yeah. stylized thing. Yeah. Don't give that away. Right. Right. You no, know? I, I get that. That's, that's, I guess to me, it's just, as long as you come correct, you may get a response, but don't be mad if you don't get a response. And that goes back to like, you might get told no, or you might not get the answer you want. And that's just where it becomes your job to, you know, keep going and figure it out yourself. Well, I'm not the only person you could re- reach out to. Mm-hmm. I might be the person whose style you like, but there are a lot of concert photographers here. So yeah, but they don't do got it. that sauce that you got. That's the problem. <laughs> they don't got the childish de- childish game being dehazed. Oh my gosh. You know? I mean, but now they know. That's the tip. Dehaze if it's smoky. But then sometimes if you dehaze too much, it doesn't look that great. Because mm, there, there were a lot of like... Uh, do you do you skin retouch artists? No, no. Not really. Only thing I really do with like any type of retouching is if, some, if there's something that just is just 
in my way and I yeah. know it's a perfect shot. You just look right at so it every like, time. At the Fillmore, if I shoot from the right side, there's always an exit sign oh. at like the top of like a perfectly wide, nice shot. So I'll I'll clone stamp that out because it's annoying. You have to at that point. I hate it. I hate it because I see it all the time now. And I'm like, oh, let me get this exit shot out. Exit sign out. But yeah, I don't I don't really do any retouching that no, not that much. Mm-hmm. No. I don't I feel like that loses like the authenticity a little bit. Of I can it. see that. Like and I'm also not like that close to them that I would need to that like, you would, like that take you would out a, a blemish out. Or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm never really like in their face. In their face. You're lucky you don't got to worry about that. Yeah, I know that's retouching that's is so totally annoying. different Ugh. on that side. Do you, so you don't like it? I hate doing it, but it, you have to. You have to. You have yeah. to. It's it's almost like if you want a good photo, you have to. It's like I would love you have to, to baseline to get more into it, but I just I tried. I did like dodging and burning on someone's entire like leg. And it just took me a long time. You, well, you got to do it in Photoshop first. Yeah, no, I was in Photoshop. Okay. I was in Photoshop. Yeah. There's so many different techniques. Frequency separation, dodging, right. burning. Yeah, frequency separation. Yeah, I did. I had to do that for someone's ashy leg. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Hey, they, you do. were ashy. And I was like, I like putting the color on it or whatever. It just wasn't working. So I had to use frequency separation. And that just took me so long. It was like my first time doing it. But... I feel like I would like if I could get to the point where I could master something on that side, I think that would be really cool. Mm. Like just doing portrait photography and like studio photography even more. I think that would be fun Mm -hmm. just because I I also do that. I just don't do it that often anymore. Yeah, it feels like a really natural progression for you to start doing like artist portraits and artist sessions and trying yeah. to get like an album cover for them or something like that's that. That's true. Yeah, that's definitely true. I know there's a um there's an artist named a photographer named Cam Kirk. Um and he's that name sounds familiar. He's he's from here, but he's in Atlanta now. Um he's from yeah, he was from PG. He moved down to Atlanta to go to Morehouse and then he just like became a because you know Atlanta was always the place where all the rappers were. So he always he started taking pictures of the rappers. Um, just at shows and different kinds of things like that. But now he has his own studio where artists come through and he like takes their pictures for like album covers and different kinds of like billboards and stuff like oh, that. Wow. So I think that's I've heard, really cool. I think I saw a video about him. Yes. There's like a video on YouTube about yeah. Cam Kirk. Yeah. So there's, um, oh, what is it? There, there was a documentary by, was it Vice? Yeah, I think it was Vice. Vice did, yeah, because I watched it and on. He was like airplane. shooting the Migos, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, we saw yeah. the same video. Vice did a documentary on like. I can't remember what it's called, man. I'm going to remember. But it was a really good one. That's that's where I learned more about him was from that documentary because I had been following him for a while. But it was really cool to hear about, like, how he progressed with this. I think it's cool seeing photographers get exposure now and it's not such a dark, yeah, lonely guy yeah. kind of thing. I feel like photographers are kind of rock stars these days. I think so, too. I think it definitely is getting to that point where, like, the artist is known, but so is the photographer. Right. And I think that's really cool. Like when I think of like Greg Noir or like Ravy B or um Gunner, what is it? Gunner Sells Sell White. Something like that. Mm-hmm. He's like a very popular one as well. He he had a he was on a documentary too with Cam Kirk, I think. Um but yeah, when I when you hear about like photographers being like popular, it's to the point where like people know them and know their work and I think that's awesome. I know, isn't like, that crazy? It's like now they're their own brand now too. They're not just this 
guy providing a service. No, like now really? they're they're their feed or they're their portfolio in a yeah. way. Yeah. Have you seen like like Greg Noir did a, a thing with Adobe a couple of months ago where he had his own preset pack that he was um he wasn't selling it, but it was available for download. He had like an article about him and how <gasps> he how he shoots and all these different kinds of things. And he had like a preset pack of his like black and white photos. That's right? so black sweet. and white presets. I would have downloaded those too. They're nice. Just to I, see I the, the thought process between, yeah. between their color grading. I was just like, oh, that's, that's what he did there. That's why I downloaded it because yeah. I wanted to see. And he he like, there are some that are like really grainy, really dark. Other ones that are like, like the highlights are extra bright and different kinds of things like that. So it was cool. I had to check the time real quick. And I also saw I got a lead on Gig Salad. So we'll see how that goes. Oh, what's that? Is that like? It's like it's a website where people seek freelance work for yeah, creatives. Gig Salad. So someone put me onto it and they're like, yo, you should use Gig Salad. And I was like, really? And I was like, yeah. I was like, oh, well, I need more gigs. So yeah. let me check it out. Right, right. I've, I tried like Thumbtack for like two seconds, but then I didn't know what I was doing. And now I get an email from them every second. Oh, of, like, you need to check that. Huh? I hate when, didn't you hate when you do stuff like that? Yeah, it's it was it was just a lot. <laughs> well, like, well, back back to the yeah, photography. Sorry. sorry, I had to check the time because we got to end in like 10, 15 minutes. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I think photographers are new rocks. Right? It's cool how much recognition we get now, yeah. which I think is very important. I I agree. I think you know, yes, <laughs> and I this this goes to like my obsession. Well, not obsession, but anger with people who don't credit people because it's like. Oh. With where we, with the social media lifestyle that we live, the people that are taking pictures of your favorite artists that you're liking all day, you're retweeting, you're posting as your your wallpaper on your phone. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be nice to know the name of the person that does that. Yeah. I, I just really think that that helps, you know, photographers with exposure and help this, helps them build their brand and helps them find the right people to talk to and the people to network with. Um just from from people knowing, especially because like a watermark is cheesy. I hate watermarks. Yeah, so like much. if you use a watermark, you are messing it because it just looks old it's, school it's and cheesy. Ugly. I hate them. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's like you're just depending on the tag yeah. or the at. Like I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, all right, if you, if you at least just tag me in the photo, That's it. like don't put me in that giant list caption, in the bottom left. Yeah. But, you know, either in the caption that's that's optimal. Yeah. Or just. Right, right in the tag, like just something good. Like no, I feel it. But it's it's important. It's It's so important. It's even worse for like you know I I shoot these famous people with millions of followers. So they're so guilty of that. Absolutely, and it's like some of these photographers that I know have gotten like more notoriety and a better following because of just because of a tag. Mm -hmm. And I've seen it happen myself. Like I. I post I posted um a picture of Jake Cole from last year's Rolling Loud and Dreamville um reposted it and tagged me. And I got like fifty followers that day. That's epic. And it's it's I, I don't ever want to sound like I'm so like social media focused, but it it's is important. In, it's an important piece of this photo it's thing important. now because you don't know who could be my next client. You don't know who saw that picture. Yep. You don't know who said, Ooh, I like that. I wanna hire her. Yep. And I've seen I've heard people that like I'm I like are like my social media buddies now say I found you because Dreamville posted you or because someone else posted you. And that's something that I just really appreciate because one, why wouldn't you want to credit someone that took a dope picture of you? I don't get it. I still don't understand. It just seems nice, like common courtesy. Common courtesy. That's it. We're like that's like saying, Oh, China, where'd you get this sweater from? I'm not telling you. 
<laughs> but but it's no, but it's important because as photographers, it's 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 it helps us a lot. It does. And I've also seen people speaking of clothes, I've seen a I've seen a rapper tag these sunglasses he was wearing, the jacket he was wearing, the shoes he was wearing. All probably big the, brands. The venue he was at and still not tag me. <laughs> And it's just this man tagged his socks and couldn't tag the person who took that photo. And I he screenshot it from my page because you could see the little imprint of the heart. It was like half the heart was still in the picture. And he still didn't, didn't tag me. Oh. Like, I don't get it. You know, you know where you got it from. And I can see that, you know, where you got it from. But you still decided not to tag like that's that's just so un, unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And it's it, when I see that you can tag all those things, it's not like you don't have the capability to do it. You just decide not to or forget. And I don't get how you don't forget to tag the jacket, but forget to tag the that, person. They that want took. that brand deal. That's why you ain't giving them yeah. the, the box of new Gucci shoes. Yes, that's it. You know? Yeah. That's the difference. Photographers are nothing. I know. <laughs> but it's it's just really important to me. It's something that. No, it's something that can't go understated. And it's, especially if someone goes, oh, it's just a, it's just a credit and the cash. And it's like, no, 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 it's no. You don't, you don't realize where that one instance could lead to several opportunities that, right. could, lead, that could have led this other opportunity. Yeah. That led me, Social yeah. media is word of mouth, like <laughs> word of mouth on your phone. Who did this? Oh, China. That's the most who powerful thing Bruce. is like, who do you most, who do you trust most recommendations? Your friends. And exactly. if someone recommends you word of mouth through their phone, it's no different. Exactly. Like, oh, I love this. And, and I started doing, I tried doing the watermarks, but I hated it. They just ruined the photo. I, it so, so what I would do, bleh. I never put it like the, the little, I don't know, logo or whatever. I just put like at Made in China, but I would put it on a place that people weren't looking. But if they um, were to screenshot it, they would still see it. So like if someone's holding it, I'd put it, it out. I'll put it like on the microphone. But, but see, I think it makes sense for what you do. Like if you know it's a bomb shot that's going to get screenshotted, I'd, I'd put it somewhere not in the corner that they couldn't just crop up. Yeah, I never, did, I never did that. I'd put it like if someone's holding a microphone, I'll put it on the microphone or I'll put it on like their arm. But I, I have it so like I turn the opacity down. It's just like a random text. Um, on photo editor app. And I mean, I shit, just, producers do it for their songs at the yeah, tag in the beginning. Exactly. Our painters do it for their paints right in the corner. Yeah. But we don't do it. Yeah. We just have these anonymous ass photos that we're hoping to get an <laughs> at or an at. Or, right, right. And yeah, I never wanted to do it, but it got to the point where like, and then I had another thing that happened with Lil Uzi. His oh. like stand of... 16 year old kids just like went crazy because I got mad that they didn't post or tag me or he didn't tag me. And it wasn't the Uzi. It wasn't like Lil Uzi, his own Instagram, but it was like his huge like Like fan fan pages with like a million followers. You still want them to tag you. Regardless. Like, I don't care who you are. If you're going to post my picture, tag me. Yeah. They don't care because they're like an anonymous account that's just hiding behind. Yeah, And then when I um, report your photo for copyright, because you're not tagging me in the photo, that's mine. I've done that before. And then they got mad. And I was like, (laughs) because I knew it was like some 16 year olds behind. I was like, if I report you, you're going to get your page banned or whatever. So then they decided to tag me. (laughs) Exactly. So, uh, so what else, what's, what's coming up for you? What's in the, what's in the pipeline? (sighs) Oh, what is in the pipeline? Um, well, I've, I'm kind of like maxed out at the moment just because I just finished shooting a festival. But I have like, you know, local events that I'm shooting this weekend and next weekend. Um, I It's festival season, so it's pretty much about that time to start applying for different festivals. Mm. Um, 
So I think I'm I'm gonna that's my plan for like the next week is just to like map out the festivals that are coming up and see what I want to shoot. Um, a lot of the festivals are like in more like August and September October timeline. Yeah, but there are still some that are now. Um, I know like Lollapalooza is kind of soon. Um, I wanted to shoot Governor's Ball and I almost had the chance to, but I'm shooting a wedding that day, so. Okay. Either or. Yeah, exactly. I get paid more for I, the wedding. That's what I was just You're about like, to say. Mm, that one's going to look a little I asked, nicer. I said, do I shoot Governor's Ball or do I shoot a wedding where I'm getting paid? Kind of gave you the answer there. So. Well, that's cool. Yeah, just, you know, I never know when things are going to happen. So I just, I plan for it, but then sometimes it's like, oh. Things can happen so fast. Things happen very fast. Like, I didn't know I was shooting Dreamville Fest till maybe, like, Till I think it was on it was on a Saturday. I didn't know I was shooting till Wednesday. <laughs> so yeah, things like that. Like same. I mean, Rolling Loud. I kind of knew, but I didn't get reached out to until maybe like a couple weeks ago. Mm. So it's you know you gotta buy your flight and different kinds of things like that. But I think that um, you know I'm always I'm always here for nice. for different kinds of things. Well, I can't wait to see all the photos you're going to be taking in the next few months. It's going to be insane. Thank you. All the other viral moments you're going to have. <laughs> yeah, I have I have still two days of photos to look through and edit Ooh. tonight. So I'm, I'm sure if something happens, you'll be right on it with that tweet. Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so uh, if anyone wants to check out your Instagram and check out your work, what's the at on the Instagram? Well, the at is made in China. It's made the letter N and then C-H-Y-N-N-A on Instagram and Twitter. And if you would like to look at my work on my website, it's madeinchina.com. Same spelling. Awesome. And if you're on the YouTube, just go down below. It's, it's linked there. You can't miss it. It's yes. kind of hard to miss. Well, sweet, I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I had fun. Yeah, the same. It was cool to sit down with another photographer for yes. once. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, hope you enjoyed. That's it. That's the angle. Peace out.